Hey, welcome back, everybody. It's time once again for Closing the Wealth Gap. The one show, maybe the only show that shows you how to close the wealth gap in your own life with the man who's done it for many, our wealth coach himself, Tyrone French. Hey, Tyrone. Hey, Paul, you know, great introduction, buddy. Uh, I'm looking forward to this show. And, you know, the first thing I need to do is give a shout out to my sponsor, Long Beach BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Hey, give them a call. Google them. Check them out. Uh, been a client of theirs for ages. Uh, when I go into that dealership, they treat me like a king. So Long Beach BMW, give them a call. Also, I want to put a disclaimer out there that this show is not about giving out investment advice. What we do is provide information for educational purposes. So what I'd like you to do is reach out to your financial advisor, your financial consultant in your area, make sure they're licensed and competent and get the information that you need that's specific to your geographical area. Uh, area. That being said, um, I'm excited about today's show. You know, a lot of times people go into a business or a small business venture. And the reason a lot of businesses fall or they fail is because they're undercapitalized and they start out uh, behind the eight ball. And they're constantly I mean, for years, they're trying to catch up. And we got a guest today, uh, E. Renee Soul. Uh, I call him Bishop. <laughs> but you today, know, Renee. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to stick with Renee. Um, Renee is a master at getting people capitalized. And I, we're not, and I, again, we put the emphasis on small business, but even personal. I mean, because even your personal lifestyle, your personal home uh, is a business. And so, you know, Renee, I'm going to have you jump in here. I'm going to have you introduce yourself. I'm going to have you talk about uh, your business. And then we'll get into some of the, the problems and solutions as far as people being able to capitalize their business. So you have the floor. Hey, great, Tyrone. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be with you and the listening audience. And I'm really excited about this new business venture uh, that God brought to me. And I, and, I, and I say that because I didn't even know it existed. And one of my business partners, his wife, found it. And his wife told my business partner to call me. Hey, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> That's my philosophy. <laughs> so yeah, so 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 I finally, you know, uh told Marcel. Marcel called me and I said, you know, well, wait a minute, wait a minute, let me look at this because you hear so many things out here today. And right. there's so many scams. I mean, good grief. Right. I mean, there's just so many scams. And so, you know, I said, well, let me check it out. Let me go to the webinar. Let me research the company, you know, see what their uh, history is, see if they have an electronic footprint. And, and and they're in they're in the business market. They're in Forbes, they're in Entrepreneur Magazine. I mean, they're, they're a best kept secret. Okay. <laughs> well, I tell you what, let's um let's kind of put it in reverse just a little bit okay. and let my audience know basically who you are, uh based on you know um Renee Souls and Associate. What do you do? What what services do you provide? To the community, because I know that you're service first. 
the, the money, oh, the money comes, but you're a servant first. And I just want to know I, well, what, what are the products and the services that you bring to the marketplace to help people? So first of all, it's Sule. Good old Cajun name. E. Renee Sule from the Bayou out of New Orleans area. And uh, our service is what starts businesses. I'm an equity-centered consulting firm. And what that means is my focus is to create businesses. Okay. Create businesses that can thrive and survive. So I help with your LLC, your operating agreement. Uh, if you're a nonprofit, I help with your 501c3, your registration with the Secretary of State. Uh, I even uh, help you with getting your board together because it's very critical. A nonprofit understands the board role. Yeah. So I, so that's my space uh, in small business that I've operated in. And then uh, my, my, my other passion is housing. Okay. I was a mortgage counselor for two years, and I can't tell you the number of people I've seen who got qualified for loans, but they couldn't find product. Yes. There was no affordable housing, and, and that is everywhere in the United States. There's yes. no affordable housing for mainstream middle-income people, <laughs> okay? And, and And so that's a space that I uh, work with. Um, I'm board chair of Liberty Restoration. I always want to give back to my community. And so yes. through Liberty Restoration, I'm able to affect uh, helping people become homeowners, and then hopefully in 22, uh, we get out of this uh, uh, quagmire we're in. Uh, we can start building some affordable quality housing for people because the fact is what they're paying for rent, they can own. Right. Right. Exactly. So why pay somebody else's mortgage and they get the equity? Exactly. But at the same time, though, they need to, people, need, people need to really understand that even though you have this mortgage, you have this home, uh, it has to be ran like a business. Because again, I see both sides and it's almost like somebody will, will put themselves in a position where they're a homeowner, but then all of a sudden they'll lose a home or they'll find themselves they're in a position where they're, they're still transitioning and things like that. Um, so I, I, like I said, I see both sides where for some people based on their philosophy, their lifestyle, uh, it's better for them to rent use that use that business uh, use that that place that homestead as a place of business where they can receive certain uh, tax advantages for for renting and then some people absolutely they're better off you know owning property and owning as much property as they can but it starts with this this mindset and getting the, the right information based on it's almost like wearing a suit um you know, you're going into a store and you got this suit on the rack and it's one size, one size fit all. Well, some people don't have that mentality based on the one size fit all. They want a more custom, a custom look, you know. And so it's the same thing with finance. Sometimes people, they'll invest in the, the 401ks or the IRAs and they'll do the traditional things that other people are doing. But then there's other people that want to specialize. And, and I get that. So you need you need consultants and counselors that can evaluate somebody's situation and tell them and them telling you exactly, this is where I want to be. Okay. Well, based on your mindset and your commitment, your stick to and your overall financial goals and ideas, this is the path that you should be on. And sometimes people, you know, people need to take baby steps. You know, yes. they need to, they just need to, you know, start the process 
but don't despise small beginnings, you know, and, and everything, every positive step that you take, it compounds over time. So then we start looking at somebody's time horizon as far as, well, you know, how soon or how quickly do you want to put certain things in place? And so I get it by what you're saying as, as far as hopefully in 2022, uh, like you said, based on product and th- th- there'll be some other uh, uh, alternatives out there. Like uh, like I'm looking at uh, even with the, the miniature size homes now, tiny homes, yes. looking at um, container homes. Um, you know, a lot of stuff is coming on the market right now to whereas people can take that, that first step into home ownership. And we're also looking at, um, a lot of corporations, a lot of, a lot of corporations are buying up this real estate. Right. So yeah, people just need to get a, a, a pretty, a better understanding as to what the geography is right now and where the, where the landmines are, you know, and what the path that they need to take. Um, to make sure that they can, they start properly, but also they finish properly. And what I mean by that is like going your whole lifestyle or lo- your whole your entire life uh, lifetime accumulating all this stuff just to give it away at the end of your life cycle. So yeah, so you you you, you nailed it, and that is the challenge. But one key term you used, counsel. Yes. We counsel the individual before they come home. Yes. And yes. we teach them about debt to income ratio. Yes. We teach them about needs versus want. Yes. We teach them about paying themselves first because there has to be a lifestyle change. We yes. teach them that you cannot call the landlord anymore for repairs. Mm. You have to repair. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, so, so we educate them. And, and, and through that process, it, 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 some people get it quicker, some people it takes longer. Yes. But, you know, whatever time frame it takes, we make sure that when we say you're OK for a loan, that you have that mindset. You have that. And, and, then, and then there's always some things that you can't control, like COVID. <laughs> okay? Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> there's always exactly. Gonna be some things out of your control. But again, if you learn to pay yourself, then you have reserves that can may hold you over um, if it's not something as extensive as this. Absolutely. Right. You, you know, I like I like what you said, too, about uh, uh, a need versus a want. You know, people people tend to buy the things that they need, you know, but you have to people have to be sold on the things uh, that they want. And what I mean by that is that 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 want has to become a need. It's almost like most people don't want to buy life insurance or they get a they, they get a, 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 a piece of property and they don't want to buy mortgage insurance to insure the property just in case one of the because let's say you they qualify for this home uh, with two incomes and all of a sudden there's a death in the family and you lose one of those incomes. You need to have something in place that's going to replace that income. And so mortgage right. insurance is something that that is a really pretty, pretty good product as far as taking care of that that loss. But if it's not a need, then it's still a want. And so you have to turn that want into a need and show people and educate people as to this is why you would need certain vehicles to make sure that you have that financial longevity. If that makes right. sense. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. 
So, so yeah, so that's so so that's that that that's what we do. Um, I, I am community oriented. When I say equity center, I don't want people to think I'm all about money because I'm not. Um, I'm, I'm, well, what I am about is setting up people to be successful. successful. Yes, and, and successful is more than just getting the keys to the house. Absolutely, like said, it's keeping the house okay and paying it off before the mortgage. You know, uh, timeline, whether it's a 15 or 30. And many people don't know about 15 year mortgages. They only look at 30. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I know uh, a few months ago, you guys had some 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 pretty bad weather out there. Um, You know, but I know that that what you did or what you do, you actually was helping in the community as far as mobilizing the community, the community. I want you to speak on that a little bit. Well, it, it, it was, first of all, everybody heard of, uh, know what happened during Hurricane Katrina. And it was, and it was horrible. Well, this summer, uh, we had Ida. And Ida let her hair down. Hurricane Ida was just as bad as Katrina, except Katrina was water. Right. Ida was wind. Yes. Okay. And it was devastating. And so we, you know, were out, you know, galvanizing community, galvanizing faith leaders, helping people understand what they need to do to get access to resources, whether it's FEMA, whether it's state resources, bringing folks in, uh, whether it's removing debris, you know, getting with our local elected officials and seeing what they have in place. So it's a team effort. Um, and I'm glad to be part of that. Um, I was fortunate, very, very fortunate. I say blessed, you know, because we didn't have much damage. We did lose power for 15 days now. Wow. <laughs> in the tech world, <laughs> that that's, that's, like that's an eternity. <laughs> if you, and, I, and I got three systems sitting here in front of me, okay? <laughs> so <laughs> so that, that, that could be real cold turkey. Okay? Yes, 15 yes. days, I'll be, I'll be climbing the wall. And then we had no internet for 21 days. Wow. Wow. It was bad. We had over 40 states send electrical uh, trucks to help us get back online. Incredible. So it was, it, it, it was, and, and we're still working through, uh, especially the places in the lower Gulf that are close to, to, to the Gulf of Mexico, um, south of I-10, because, you know, 10 runs all the way over to your area, San Diego to Jacksonville. Yes. And so um, it, it, it was it, it, it was it was devastating. But what's, what was worse is that we had two hurricanes last year. Now they hit the western part of the state and people are still recovering from that. Wow. And so it, 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 we have had our share. And, and, and I've been here uh, 15 years now. And the last two years were the most devastating hurricanes I saw. I, I wasn't here during Katrina. I came after, but I've been through, you know, four or five. They weren't bad, but whew. yes. <laughs> so, yeah. And the reason I brought that up is because a lot of times, again, when people talk about business or their their, their personal lives, they get the rosy story. <laughs> How, you know, the, you know, the, the happy ever after. And they never anticipate something can go wrong. And so I, I like the reason I like your platform is because you're able to help people uh, in good times and in bad times. Yes. And so let's let's talk about let's talk about how, again, 
the recovery. Well, I tell you what, let's talk about how you're able to help small business owners to to start their business, to weather the storms based on these cycles, uh, you know, feast and famine. Right. And also how that small business owner can have that happy ending uh, that, that, you know, ride into the sunset and focus on that generational wealth. Well, it's, I'm glad you said that. And one of the things I do when I create businesses and I'm talking to new business owners and, and helping them work through, you know, whatever they're, they're doing. I read years ago uh, Warren Buffett's uh, management principles. And, um, you know, was just, you know, overwhelmed by that book. And, and I like the rule of three. And, 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 and I bore down his management principles to three things. And I tell every business this. Now, it's up to you to follow. But I'm saying, but you need, you need, you need to follow successful people. Absolutely. <laughs> and Warren Buffett is pretty successful, right? <laughs> and so he said these three things, which I know you will appreciate, French. First thing, never, ever substitute ability for integrity. Yes. Rule one. Rule two, pay people well. Yes. Rule three, get the hell out their way. <laughs> so I Absolutely. These are the things that I instill in people who have started building because you can make the money. And the money can come quick or it can take a little bit of while. But do you have staying power? Yes. And do you have a good yes. name in the community? Yes. I don't do business with everybody. Yes. I write grants. Oh, I used to. I don't have time anymore. But people would come to me to ask to write a grant. And I said, what do you want to grant for? Well, uh, I, want, I want to get some money so I can. I'm sorry. Uh, I can't help you. Yes. Okay, so you know, and, and, and I have that luxury, you know, to choose who I want to work with. That's why I love being in business with myself. But yes. but it, but it's work, French. You and I know. It's, yes, okay. yes, it's a labor of love, though. But look, look, it's a labor look, of love. Look, you are HR, PR, okay, marketing. <laughs> <laughs> you, you are everything until you get the team around you. Yes, yes. Okay. And so, you know, you got to be adept at everything and still bring in revenue. But again, if people get that pipe dream as far as being a small business owner. But like you said, they don't understand the process as far as wearing all these different hats. And then because it's your baby, sometimes you even have to teach yourself how to delegate because yes. you're trying to hold on too tight. And, and that's where the team concept comes in, because you begin to realize that the vision is too big and you can't do it yourself. You have to have a team concept. You have to have people that you rely on. And again, uh, you have to have going through that process. You got to have a good name because in during the process, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to soil yourself. You don't want to soil your reputation just to get to the end of the road saying, well, Hey, I finally made it, but now nobody wants to do business with you because of your past. Yeah. And, and, and that goes to the first rule of Warren Buffett. Integrity. Integrity. Start there. <laughs> okay. And, I, and, I, and I'm an old head. You know, you can see my gray hair. And, and John Wooten, the famous you said coach, which is up, you know, up the street from you in your way. John Wooten had this saying, all is well that begins well. 
Yes. 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 Okay. So you, you got this pie in the sky and that's wonderful. And, and, but, but, but after, you know, th- that, that 60, 90 day window, okay. Yes. And reality sets in, you know, you, you got to remember, you know, what motivated you to do this. And I certainly hope it was more than money. Exactly. Exactly. So I tell you what, we're going to pivot right now because you know we don't have a whole lot of time. And I know okay. you and I, we can talk all day long, <laughs> but I want to really get into the, the subject as far as, uh, you know, a small business owner and, and, and capitalizing their business. How do you help them to solve that need? Well, it, it is wonderful that we're now in this position. I opened up a second company, uh, Cash for You LLC, okay. and we are business loan brokers. And what that means is we have access to alternative financing. And that's nothing new. It has been out here for some time. But we bought into a system called Business Lending Blueprint. Okay. And they gave us access to 10 private financial institutions. I have 10 different loan products that can help a for-profit small business from line of credit to equipment purchase to working capital to term loan. Um, And then I even have one product that can help with a personal loan. And this is how I use that product. That product is really tailored to the person who's still working but moving their business to full time. Okay. And so Perfect. we can help that person get resources to move that business to a full time. And so, Perfect. so we, we are, and we're a nationwide broker. We can offer uh, capital to any business in any state. You know, I tell, I tell most of my clients, you know, don't quit your day job. Yes, <laughs> again, it's a process. Hold on to that thing, but, but but create your fortune at night. So let me ask you this: based on uh, qualifications, um, you know, because a lot of times small business owners, uh, you know, they have personal challenges. Even 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 um, uh, individuals may have personal uh, challenges in the beginning. What are some of the qualifications that they have to have in place in order just to be considered uh, for some of this? Well, and, and it's still pretty much traditional qualifications. But I have different lenders who have different qualifications. So let's say I have a established business who's been around three, five years and they're doing well, but they still can't get um, uh, the loan they need from the bank or the amount they want. Because truth be told, uh, four out of five people are being turned down by the banks. That's exactly. okay. so that individual could get a line of credit. And I think especially of contractors who are working on, you know, government contracts, state contracts. And, and we can offer that person a line of credit up to 100000 maybe 200000 depending on the strength of, okay. the, of the individual. And all I need is $10,000, actually $35,000 in deposits. Um, if they have $35,000 in cash deposits going into a cash bank account, into a business bank account for six months, that's all I need mm. and an application. Okay. And I can submit them for a line credit. Now I have others who have less stringent, like 10,000. And then I have one for startups, but it's going to be more on your personal. Okay. You're going to have to have a 680 credit score. Um, the personal loan, I really like for the person who is moving their business into a full-time gig. On a personal loan, all I need is two pay stubs two uh, years of tax returns, 50000 in income, a 650 credit score. I can get your personal loan up to 100000 
Wow. Now, again, what about and again, I'm, I'm going to ask these questions. I have Paul, Paul, Robert, Paul Robertson. He's been kind of under the weather the last couple of days. But I'm going to have <laughs> Paul come in and ask you a couple because I, I know he's dying to ask you a couple of questions. But, sure. but also but what I want to do before Paul jumps in here. Uh, how about co-signers? Yes. And, 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 and especially for startups. And okay. we have a line of credit called SLOP. And so if they don't have the 680, we, we, can, we can have a co-signer. Okay. And what about uh, not just the, the, the co-signers, but, uh, but I, that's what I'm not, we, we're running short on time. So I'm going to let Paul jump in here and okay. ask you a couple of questions and then I'll, I'll, I'll round it up at, at the end. Sounds great. Hey, so say, I, I'm listening to this and I'm just fascinated. And it goes back to the underlying <laughs> question is how do we get small businesses started? It's what Tyrone preaches all the time. Don't just work for somebody, work for yourself. It's what you guys preach. It's what I've tried to follow my whole life here. And I always We're wonder, ready. I always wonder if it's a lack of capital to get started or they run out of capital once they get started. They, it's they, both. They're under capital. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's a both hand. But, but I would say because the majority of businesses start with self-funding. Okay, and then those funds run out. Right. And so then they go to the bank and they can't get anything. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. And is that why I, I always hear these startling statistics that something like 75% of small businesses fail in the first five years? Is it because they had a bad idea or they just had a bad business plan? Bad, bad, well, cat, um, bad money. A combination of, but it goes back to a little bit of what uh, French and I were talking about. The problem with a lot of small businesses and why they fail, and there was a book, it's been, I had to go find it, dig it out. But the reason why they fail is because they're good at their service. So they're good at fixing the car. They're good at putting the plumbing together. They're good at, yes. you know, uh, whatever their service is. But, but they don't know on anything the about taxes. They don't, know, right. <laughs> they don't know anything about HR. They don't know anything about yes. marketing. They don't know anything yes. about branding. And, and again, when you're a small business, unless you got a network around you, you got to do it all. Yes. Right. And, and that's the part of the evolution. You'll get to the point where it's like you are a great salesman and a great salesperson. And you decide to go into business for yourself because you could sell this product. But yeah, you can sell, but there's no infrastructure in place. So that's the evolution start. You start realizing, wait a minute, I have these weaknesses. So let me bring in somebody that can sure up these weaknesses for me so that I can continue to expand and scale and grow my business. And that that's a rough, that's a hard step for a lot of people to accept that they need help. But again, the whole thing is that if the vision, the vision that you have should be so big that you can't do it by yourself anyway. You come to that realization that you can't do this alone. And that's a great place to be. Let me ask you one last question. I know we're all out of time here, but I know you guys are, I think you're both veterans uh, and serve this country. And thanks for your Well, I'm a brat. I'm not a veteran. I'm a brat. You know what a brat is, right? No, I don't. That, that's the child. That's the child of a military veteran. Oh, a brat. Yes. Okay, all right. <laughs> my dad. My dad did thirty-one years, six months. So, so I served with. Hey, him. you served too. <laughs> you served alongside him. That's so right. I when we've talked about this on the show before, um, Tyrone's talked about it a great deal of length. Why 
aren't more vets starting their own businesses. They get cash bonuses along the way, which they should have. Uh, they should have assets I don't have coming out of college. I got debt coming out of college. They got cash coming out of the military. Um, they, oh, that's a great question. And, and it goes back to even, it goes back to even why, why not just vets? Why aren't our kids coming out of high school starting to, because our education system doesn't teach entrepreneurship. No, right. not at all. So, yeah. so we are failing. And there's a reason for that too, though. There's a, I mean, and that's another show, but let me ask you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ask you this one last question and we're going to wrap this up. Um, okay. Micro loans. And the reason, the reason I'm bringing up micro loans is because there was a time when I was, had first started uh, with a company I was with uh, Lincoln Harris life insurance. Well, I'm not going to, I was with an insurance company uh, yeah. and, and, you know, I'm, I'm working this business and again, I'm a great salesperson and I'm doing all the sales and everything, but the administration portion was lacking. So I knew that I needed help. So what I did was I got me an assistant. And so, but that was another expense. And so I was able to look, find this, this organization that literally gave me a micro loan, whereas I didn't even know that this, a micro loan existed. That a wow. small dollar, that's right, I didn't even know it. And I qualified right off the bat. So <laughs> can you explain, or do you offer micro loans? And if you do, kind of explain what a micro loan is and how it works. We don't, but there are many, many uh, lending institutions who do. Um, my favorite are credit unions. Yes. Okay. And then in addition to credit unions, there's something called Community Divestment, Community Development Financial Institutions, CDFI. Yes. There are many set up in many, many communities, and that's that's what they're supposed to do. And, but they're, so, but it's, it, they're like, they're a secret. They're like a needle yeah. in a haystack. Yeah. That's how that's that's where I got my microloan from, a, a community <laughs> development center. Absolutely. <laughs> so 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 those entities can do it now, but now more banks are doing it. And so you have to go and talk to the CRA officers. People don't know this. Okay. Because they What's a CRA officer? I don't know what that even means. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm talking after this. Community reinvestment act. Okay. So that's Every uh, bank that's registered with the national banking system has an obligation to put money back into their community. And so they can do micro loans yes. to those businesses. Yes. But most businesses don't know that. They don't know. And, and, and they don't know, know who to talk to. So you just can't talk to the teller and you can't talk to the person sitting behind the desk. You need to ask for the Community Reinvestment Act officer. Yes. And say, look, how are you putting money back into the community? Because I'm so and so and so, and I have this local business, and I need a micro loan. Great information. So, if my listeners need to get in touch with you, just based on what you said, how can they contact you? Certainly, my phone number nine eight five two four eight nine five nine five. That is a text line as well as a direct line to me. You can also Google my name. I have electronic footprint. Um, I have a website, erenesoule.com. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook Business, um, Irene Soule. Um, you, 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 you can find me. And okay, for those of us who didn't grow up in French-speaking parts of the country, how do you spell <laughs> Rene Soule? <laughs> so Rene, Rene is spelled with one E because that's the male's name. 
Ah. Okay. The female is spelled with two E's. Okay. So R-E-N-E. And then how do we spell your last name? S-O-U-L-E. So for for my military folk, Echo, Roger, Echo, Nevada, Echo, (laughs) Sam, Oscar, Utah, Lima, Echo.com. Outstanding. Outstanding. Hey, well, Paul, you know, I'm going to wrap this up. And what I want to do also, if you want to reach out to Renee, uh, you know, you can literally just, you know, reach out to me, uh, go to TyroneFriends.coach or like I like I tell everybody, get my app, get my app in your hand. Uh, It's a it's free. It won't take up any space on your phone. And all you're going to do is text Tyrone French to three, six, two, six, zero. I'm going to repeat that text. Tyrone French to 36260. Get my business in the palm of your hand. If you have any questions or you want to reach out to Renee, uh, just send me an email, send me a text message, uh, go to my website, get, you know, go through my contact, uh, my manager, and you know, we'll get those questions answered for you. Okay, good deal. All right. Well, thanks for Renee. doing it. That takes us up for today. Thanks for being here, buddy. Appreciate your time. Appreciate the information. That's our show for this week, Closing the Wealth Gap, the one show, the only show that shows you how to take control of your financial future. Right here in Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net.